The holiday season is upon us, so we're covering moments from your favorite Christmas movies and financial planning lessons we can take from each. It all starts right now. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. Welcome in to Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping. We're going to Hollywood again, Christmas movies, holiday movies, and tying them in with the financial theme and retirement theme today. It is your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping Kepperling, CEO of Powerful Legacy and uh, Insurance and Financial Services. I stumble a little bit because I was trying to find, oh yeah, I, I wrote this down last week, how you described CEO, consecutive execution organizer. I like it. Yeah, (laughs) I see. I told you I was going to write that down. Uh, So we are ready to jump in. This is going to be fun, Christina. I think we're going to laugh a little bit today, but we're going to get some good lessons from Hollywood movies and sitcoms. Let's let's start. Let's let's go to the suburbs of Chicago and check in with the Griswold family first. The truth is, things ain't going too good at all. You know, I told you I borrowed the RV from a neighbor. We live in it. Had to sell off the house, the barn, the ten acres. If only I had back the money that me and Catherine sent that TV preacher that was screwing the hockey player. Eddie, Ellen and I want to help you give the kids a nice Christmas. Clark, I couldn't do that. No, no, we, we insist. Oh, no, I'm not one for charity now. Oh, I know that, Eddie. This isn't charity, it's family. Boy, <laughs> this is a surprise, Clark. <laughs> this is just a real nice surprise. Here's a little list alphabetical starting with Catherine. And if it wouldn't be too much, I'd like to get something for you, Clark. Something really nice. Really nice on you, on you, for you and on you, Clark. (laughs) (laughs) I guess a couple of lessons there. Be careful uh, for any um, unscrupulous characters you may give money to. And then, um, I don't know, there's probably all sorts of lessons to unpack there. Christina, what do you think? Well, I think that there's a little bit of advice that comes along sometimes with this, and I I give this advice quite often. Never loan more money than what you can give, but get never give more money than what you could loan yourself. (laughs) So just be really careful about that. And when you think about it, you know, I I do appreciate that giving at Christmas is awesome. But you know, I think some people go overboard and it puts a lot of unnecessary financial strain on there. In our household, we do a one box. That's it per child. They get one thing they want, one thing they need, one thing to wear and one thing to read. Mm-hmm. That's it. So I love sometimes that. it's a magazine subscription or a book. Um, one thing they want, it needs to be under a hundred dollars. And one thing they need is usually socks and underwear. That's yeah. how that goes. <laughs> of course. Um, one thing to wear. I usually do try and do a whole outfit. So it's either going to be like, you know, some nice, dress pants and a polo shirt for my older boys, you know, maybe some jeans and a sweatshirt or something for um, the teen. So it's just something like that. And, you know, when you think about it, it's not really needed. Most of us try to take care of those needs during the year, you know, for school clothes, if you still have young ones, or, you know, if you need something, you normally will just go out and get it. The wants are not a whole lot of fun. Have you ever gotten a gift certificate, Dave, that you just really didn't want? You don't even go to that place or you don't really like it. Have you ever had that? Oh oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've had that happen too. And I, I try and be very thoughtful toward my family members. If I give a gift card, cause I do like gift cards. I think they're great. They can just go pick what they want, but I'm very mindful. I know what all of my siblings or nieces and nephews like, and I pay attention to that all year long. But at Christmas, we celebrate the birth of Christ. We do not celebrate the Santa thing. I mean, we we do participate a little bit, and mm-hmm. that's fun. We like to play the white elephant or dirty Santa, whatever, with a $10 or less gift. Okay, that's one thing that we've done with some friends and family, whatnot. But we really like to give to others who really need it. I mean, talking about your charity all over social media, I think, is just not really charity. I think that's more bragging. So I don't like yeah. that. And we don't really, we don't put our charity events or any charitable giving on social media. So that's why you don't see it there. Yeah. I think if that's all you're trying to do is just show off, you're not really doing it for the right reasons. So there's that one. No, I agree. But we try to buy at least a hundred sock hats and a hundred sets of gloves and a hundred scarves. I have all of those tied together 
because the tags are still on them and you can tie it in between. Mm-hmm. And we go down by the homeless shelters in Lexington and Louisville both. I try and do 50 and 50 mm-hmm. and we tie them. There's a pole that's really close to a couple homeless shelters there. So we'll have two or three spots and we tie them to the pole. People can take them as they need them. Oh, that's nice. No one's going to take some socks or a sock hat, gloves, and a scarf that doesn't need it. You know, I've seen in less than two or three days, those are gone. So well, I know there's a great need out the there. The thing is that more. winter, everybody needs it. Exactly. Right. So I'd rather give out something that is needed. And then, you know, meals for families. We've got several church groups that we donate to, um, time and money of course, and um, food and supplies. And then we have just regulatory charities that we try to help keep up. So, you know, again, I think giving out to others, not necessarily thinking about, you know, the cousin Eddie, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw another joke that was really silly. It was a lady and she said, I just got done Christmas shopping for my chauffeur and my housekeeper (laughs) and my chef. Oh, wait, it's me. I bought presents for me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, I thought, well, I'm I'm my own chauffeur for the kids and I'm my own chef and (laughs) housekeeper and all those things too. So, um, you know, I don't need for anything. I'm so very blessed and our household is blessed. So we try and give all that to others. I love that. Uh, I, you know, I visit my sister and brother-in-law a lot. And, and before you get to their house, it's a rural area. And there's a the fire the volunteer fire department. They've got a box out there where people can just come up and and it, if, grab whatever food item. They, so obviously non-perishable food items. So I just recently, for my brother-in-law's birthday, he said, just, I said, do you want anything? He said, just do load that thing up. So I loaded that box up, but it's really cool yeah. though, too. I've yeah. seen those, the little um, pantries that are out and about in the community yeah. and people can just go and get, you know, a can of beans or something if they mm-hmm. need it. And exactly. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. I actually saw one that had a can opener on the side of it that was actually uh, chained to the side so that someone could use the can opener if they That's needed to. That's a good idea. That really is. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. You know, I had a um, a group put the the bag on my porch and told me the pickup date, and it was for the local food bank here, and um, and and they had had suggestions on what to get, and I did get some of those, but they were all boring, you know, and so I said, I know they're going to be some kids, so you better believe I got, <laughs> they probably didn't like it, but I got some candy and some cocoa pebbles and some things like that i had to get the fun stuff well i I like giving but i mean but also i didn't want to get their list i got some from it but it was boring and i know it's going to be kids getting that they're not going to want well and you think about the little kids and you think about christmas um gosh you know it's just so magical when you still believe that there's santa claus and I don't really talk about it a whole lot on radio or TV, Dave, but a lot of people who really know me have spent time with me know that our family grew up without means. Mm-hmm. And there were sometimes we just, we didn't have anything. And I remember a year that a charitable group came to our house and it was several teenagers and they brought Christmas presents to us. And there was a Debbie Gibson tape and a Walkman yeah. And a caboodle box. Like, I thought I was the wealthiest person ever. That's so I mean, cool. Yeah. It was just so awesome because I never, ever, ever would have received something like that because it just wasn't affordable for the lifestyle at that time. Mm-hmm. And I remember that feeling. And someone got me this really pretty sweater. And they knew our sizes, all that kind of stuff, because when you sponsor families, that's what you get. They tell you the sizes and what they need and what they like and all those things, which I think is wonderful. But that was one of the most magical Christmases. The gift of St. Nick is uh, definitely alive, and that's what they were representing and, you know, just giving during the season. So I've been on the recipient end as a very young child, and I think about how could I affect some families and these young children that are completely without, and we mm-hmm. do know some people in our community that are without. Oh yeah. I have literally parked a half a block away and carried a box. I bet you that thing weighed 40 pounds <laughs> around the block. So they wouldn't see that it's me uh-huh. and had on a sock hat and stuff and a scarf up over my face. So they wouldn't know that it's me because they know me. And I took things that I knew that they would need and I included some gift cards in there so they could go and get some other things, yeah. you know, the perishables and have taken meals and giving is such a wonderful feeling. It is. It's so awesome. And that's where, when I think about giving in everyday life, 
At Powerful Legacy, we are a little different. When you come in to see us, folks, you are coming in to see us for a truly complimentary review or analysis. I'm giving this to you. I'm not asking you for anything in return. I'm not offering you anything in return. I want to give this to you. And people ask all the time, they're like, how do you afford all of that time? Well, you think about it. How many hours do we have in a week? Let's just say we have, you know, 40 to 50 working hours in a week. Mm -hmm. If I can't give at least 10 to 15 of those hours of my time to other people, then I'm not managing my time very well. And I do try to give. And a lot of times people don't need things from me. They just want to have reassurance of information. So when you give us a call, that 844-823-6387, we are going to open the phone lines. Give us a call. We're going to set up that complimentary review. I want to hear about your giving and what you're doing this season. I'd like to talk about that here for the next couple of weeks. That'll be fun. It would be. And it is about something that could be 30 plus years of your life, retirement. What could be really good, strong, sound strategies for you? That's what you find out when you sit down with Christina. And it's really, it's some of your time. And it's absolutely no cost and no obligation to do this. She's not going to even offer you business. How refreshing is that? Uh, it's, it's definitely not a sales in any way, a pressure thing. It's informational. If you do go forward later with Christina and you know, it's a good fit. Wonderful. 844-823-6387, 844-823-6387 to schedule. You can also text. You can call in or you can text the word powerful, 844-823-6387. Well, we have more from Hollywood. We've got another from uh, Christmas Vacation. We've got The Office. And, of course, we can't get out of this without um, what's personally my favorite Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Life. And I've always said there are great financial lessons from that movie. So we'll get into that as well. That is still to come on your powerful legacy radio with Christina Ping Kefferling. Heading back to Hollywood with Christina Ping Kefferling. Uh, actually, no, we're, we're heading to Hollywood from Kentucky. <laughs> Christina Ping Kefferling is CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services offices in Lexington and Louisville. But we are bringing in Hollywood to the first couple of segments of the show, uh, Christmas movies, holiday movies and sitcoms and the uh, financial lessons we can learn. We open up with Christmas Vacation. We do have one more from Christmas Vacation. My bonus. Open it, Clarky. Open it. With this bonus check, I'm putting in a swimming pool. I've been waiting for this bonus to make sure the pool goes in as soon as the ground thaws. I had to lay out the money in advance. And until this little miracle arrived, I didn't have enough in my account to cover the check I wrote. There's enough left over. I'm going to fly you all down here to help us dedicate it. I can't swim, Clark. Clark, what's wrong? What is it? It's a one-year membership in the Jelly of the Month Club. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. Well, you're right, Eddie, but Clark wasn't counting on that. He needed cash. So I'm guessing the lesson, uh, Christina, you're going to pull from this is that, that he made the mistake putting the down payment on the pool. Yes, he made a huge mistake because that's technically credit is what he was really doing. Exactly. I, I do want to jump into that subject for just a second. How many people out there are using credit for Christmas? Oh, that is such a big mistake. Again, the unnecessary financial stress that you just truly do not need. Overspending, using credit. This is something that eventually is going to nip you in the butt. You just got to watch it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and it certainly can add up. Let's go now. Let's go to the small screen, TV. And uh, one from the office. Presents are the best way to show someone how much you care. It is like this tangible thing that you can point to and say, hey, man, I love you this many dollars worth. Steve Carell playing Michael Scott in uh, on The Office. And the the scene there is from where they have the Secret Santa thing going at the office. And Michael's Secret Santa match uh, was Ryan and the limit they set on it was 20, but he went with 200. That kind of ties in a little bit with something you said about being a little braggadocious when you're with your generosity. Yes, I think it definitely does. And when we're talking about giving to people, again, overspending is just a huge mistake. It does absolutely nothing. A gift does not tell someone how much you love them. It's the thought behind the gift. Some of my favorite gifts 
that I'm given for my clients are actually throughout the year. I've had several clients who will literally handwrite me a card saying, thank you for your time and how much we love you and how they appreciate me being in their lives. Those type of cards mean more to me than yeah. any material thing. I do love cookies. I do have a client that brings me cookie. I have several clients that bring me cookies. <laughs> That's wonderful too. But the little things matter so much in life. And it is such a huge financial burden. And it damages you financially if you do not have a plan for that spending and you end up overspending or shoving it on credit. It'll come back and get you. No, it will. We laugh every year at my sister and brother-in-laws. They have one person every year who uh, he and his wife send uh, them a card, but his name is stamped on it. I mean, the name, and that's all it is, is his his and his wife's name stamped on it. So I, of course, have and to... And it's blank on the inside? What, yeah, whatever the card may say, Merry Christmas or whatever, but then their name is stamped. So I do this thing where I go, you know, imitating this guy. And I'll go, well, honey, it's time to get that warm holiday feeling. Let's break out the Christmas cards. And I do the stamp thing, you know, on the pad. <laughs> and stamp his name. <laughs> it's not a lot of warmth to that at all. Let me just mention, Christine, we're having a little fun here, a little pre-holiday, pre-Christmas fun, but trying to get some lessons. we got a really good one coming up here from It's a Wonderful Life. There are so many financial lessons you get from that movie. But 844-823-6387 to schedule with Christina, 844-823-6387. I don't know about you, what your favorite holiday movie is, Christina. We'll find out in a second. Mine is It's a Wonderful Life Without a Doubt. Don't you see what's happening? Potter isn't selling, Potter's buying. And why? Because we're panicky and he's not, that's why. Now, we, we can get through this thing, all right? We, we've got to stick together, though. We've got to have faith in each other. But my husband hasn't worked in over a year, and I need money. How am I going to live until the bank opens? I got Dr. Bills to pay. Of course, this is during the Depression, and it, also in that scene, um, I think even more telling was George Bailey uh, telling everyone, you don't understand, your money's not here. Your money's in Bill's house. Your money's in John's house. I, I, I think one lesson there is to understand your investment. Yes, when you really truly need to understand your investment and what it is that you're inside of, I do want to talk about a little survey that was released about a year ago by credit.com. It found out that more than 80% of individuals age 50 and older said that they don't see a need for a budget. Just over half of those aged 18 to 34 said the same. Think about that for a second. 80% of you 50 and older don't need a budget? Yeah, that. I mean, you may not want it, but you do Whoa. need it. <laughs> well, that's like, I don't have a goal. I'm just going to meet it, but I don't even know what it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's not going to work out very well. <laughs> right. And knowing where your money is. So that's, that's one little piece about it. And then I do want to also throw out there about how when you do have that budget and then do, you do have your investments, you need to know exactly where they're going to be. That lady that was saying her husband hadn't worked in over a year mm -hmm. was saying basically that she needed to pay his doctor bills and that those are a lot of problems. A lot of retirees see this. And when you do have a complete plan, folks, this is all going to be included in it. Long-term care, emergency funds, some flexible funds for travel during the go-go years, your taxes, inflation, all of those items are included inside of a plan, and they should be. If you don't know what all those are, then you do not have a plan. Well, thank goodness for uh, the quick thinking of George's new bride and using their ho holiday, I mean, their their honeymoon cash. But, um, you know, once again, George couldn't get out of town. But, you know, there's another good lesson from that movie, too. It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, this is um, when po Mr. Potter offered George a job. And uh, he said, George, during the Depression, you and I were the only ones who didn't panic. And so that's another good lesson, you know, watch your emotions. Watching your emotions is going to be a really, really big deal. And it brings me to the question that you asked a moment ago, what are my favorite Christmas Yeah, what movies? is that? I was going to ask you that. So I actually have a top three. Okay. There's not one that's a specific favorite, but I watch all three of these movies every single Christmas because they're my favorite. And... It's a Wonderful Life is one of them. Good. <laughs> I really like A Christmas Story. Uh -huh. Oh, my gosh. You'll shoot your eye out. I think that's <laughs> so funny. And then I really like the movie Elf. You know, I've never it's seen so, that. so lighthearted, so silly. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people are not a fan of 
some of the craziness that goes on, but it's just so silly because if you think about it in the way that people are so excessive and so selfish and the way that um, <laughs> they portray it and bring it back to the innocence of just mm-hmm. loving each other. That's what it's really about. Just the spirit of Christmas, loving each other and loving people for their talents and who they really are instead of what they can do for you. And I really love that movie because of that reason. And it's, it is just truly funny. And, you know, you, I have three boys. So there's a scene inside of Elf where he drinks this big giant two liter of soda and burps for like 30 seconds. Then he asks everybody, he's like, did you hear that? Well, of course everybody heard it. You know, yeah. it's so funny. And uh, my kids love that type of silly humor because yeah. It's human humor is what we like exactly. to call it. You know, the other end, I don't want to talk about that. That's something at the house all the time. But, you know, <laughs> it is so silly because that human humor uh, is something that all families do have during the holidays. The other I end's mean, a guy thing. <laughs> it's a guy thing. Well, and, you know, Dave, I think about the different families at Christmas and what things look like. I love to watch the Christmas movies that come during the holidays. You know, they're romantic, whatever else is so precious. They all pretty much have the same plot, you mm. know, so it's boring. So well, if I fall asleep, I don't miss it. I know what happens in the You end. know what happens. <laughs> exactly. So that's okay. But I see these ladies and they're so dressed up. Their hair looks perfect. They've got these beautiful Christmas dresses mm-hmm. and, you know, perfect heels like 20 different coats throughout the movie and the coats are so pretty. And I'm like, mine still has hot chocolate spilled on it and I haven't taken it to the dry cleaner. So I just really (laughs) rinsed it off until I can get it to the next. And, you know, and Uh, uh, just the reality, I, I like to wear my pajamas all day long on Christmas day because we try not to go anywhere. So I love I'll that. Jump in, take a yeah. quick shower, and then jump back out and put my back flannel pajamas. Christmas pajamas back on. And why not? Why not? And so I'm not dressed up. I don't have those beautiful Christmas dresses and heels and all that kind of stuff. And it's just so fun to see the different traditions and the way that people behave. And one of the things that I really love about Christmas that I've taught my sons and my son was talking about this the other, my oldest son was talking about this the other day. He wants to teach his little boy is the night before Christmas, gifting a Christmas Eve book and a pair of pajamas. So Mm -hmm. you can set out the cookies and milk for Santa, read the book and put on those Christmas pajamas and how magical when they wake up Christmas morning, those precious little Christmas pajamas. Love that. Love that. So cute. And we still do it. I've got all their Christmas pajamas ready for Christmas. I'll never get too old for Christmas. I'll tell you that. I love it. And I loved when my daughter was little and you could relive that magic too. But I mean, I still have the magic. I still feel it. I love the lights. I think we ought to light up like we light up our houses at Christmas. It should just be year round. Maybe it wouldn't be as special then if we did that. I don't know. Uh, well, I think it is just a whole lot of fun, the different seasons in general, but I had the pleasure of seeing one of the most beautiful Christmas trees in the world, which is the Rockefeller Plaza Christmas tree. Just recently. Yeah. Wow. It was so special. I mean, I, I found myself with my jaw dropped. I was just in awe. I just wanted to cry. It's so beautiful. And that Swarovski crystal star at the top and the way that it shines in a billion directions, it Mm -hmm. seems it was just so special. And, you know, in the back of my mind, the little child that is still inside of all of us, my little child was thinking, I bet that's what Santa's tree looks like. <laughs> exactly. Or Clark Griswold's. I mean, one of the two. Or Clark Griswold. <laughs> Busting uh, through the roof. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's open the phones again. Let's make them ring. Every time Christina's phone rings, an angel gets his wings. So here's a chance to Aww. schedule a, a comprehensive review. That's right, folks. Just give us a call. You're going to get a human being when you call 844-823-6387. You can also drop the word powerful in a text message to the same number, 844-823-6387. We'd love to give you this opportunity to come in and meet with us. You will leave with information that with what you're seeking. And I've yet to have a person I ask at the end of the meeting, did you find what you were looking for? And the answer is always yes. There's nothing that is missing. And I really love that because I want to be able to help people feel that peace of mind that the next step is blank to move forward in retirement. And this is what you need to do or everything's good. So 844-823-6387 is going to get you scheduled for that complimentary consultation.
make her phone ring. You may not get your angel wings, but you could, you could, it could lead to getting that sound retirement. That's what this conversation is going to be about and about you. 844-823-6387, 844-823-6387. Well, coming up, we learn lessons from the retirement planning ghosts of Christmas past and present so that we can apply them to the future. Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping Kefferling. Christina's books are The Retirement Train and The Holistic Retirement, and you do get a copy of those uh, when you come in to meet with Christina. It's a great take-home guide. Her show on TV is on ABC 36, Saturdays twice, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. You mentioned your three favorite Christmas movies, uh, and I do want to see Elf. I, for some reason, I've never seen that. But Christmas Vacation, It's a Wonderful Life, and some version of Christmas Carol. Uh, and we're kind of having oh, a... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a always, good one. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I like it. I don't know if I really have a favorite version of it. But, you know, in many ways, It's a Wonderful Life was kind of based on that concept, at least. But... We're kind of bringing in a Christmas Carol theme in looking at the ghosts of Christmas uh, past and present and applying them to retirement future. So here we go. Let's start with this. I mean, we can definitely learn from the past. And also you learn from every single person you meet with. Sometimes there are things they're not doing exactly right. You help them fix that. And that's a learning lesson for you as well. So let's look at some things. Let's look at market conditions. Christina, how do we fortify our portfolio? So this is very easy access these days in comparison to just even 10 years ago. A lot of things were not able to be as transparent, but our technology, our global economy, the market changes constantly. They do have all of these AI trading things that go on in the dark pool. It's pretty amazing. And there is a lot of volatility in recent history. So if the market falls just before your retirement or in early retirement, your entire plan could be at risk. What if you lost 50% of your portfolio? What does that look like for you? You would have to earn back 100% just to get back to even because you've lost 50%. Right, only 50, that 50%. Exactly. 50 doesn't get you back even. It does not. And when you think about what it is that you're comfortable losing. I want you to ask, if, if you do not come in and see us, please ask your current advisor this question. What is my risk tolerance? What is the most that I could lose? And all of us advisors look like superstars when we're in a 13-year bull run. But folks, when we are managing the bottom side, managing your risk, that's where Powerful Legacy is going to be completely different. We're going to have a floor to where we know you're never going to fall below that. The ball could bounce right on that floor, but you're not going to go below it and you're not going to lose more than what your comfortable risk tolerance is. Yeah, that's it. And you have to consider that. And, and Christina will have that risk conversation with you when you meet with her, as well as looking at how you would claim Social Security. What can we learn from the past in looking to the future? So when I think about Social Security, I have so many people who tell me I don't think it's going to be there. And this is a very real fear that a lot of people have. So I want to make sure and acknowledge that that's pretty normal to have that fear just because of what we're being told. The fund is running dry very quickly. Most retirees will still file before your full retirement age, which means you're not maximizing your benefits. People are living longer than ever. So why are you retiring at 60, 62 years old when your life expectancy could be 85, 90 years old? Mm -hmm. If you've not saved enough for that longevity and you start taking your Social Security too early, then there's a risk of running out of money. And I don't know anyone who wants that. Not at all. Uh, we have to consider that. And Christina will work with you on looking at what your best options are. In fact, if you go to ssa.gov, before you meet with Christina, that's um, some good information you'll have right off the bat to present to her. Uh, taxes. Um, what? Well, we, we kind of have a feeling on what the future of taxes will be. You know, I think about taxes like an awesome pair of fuzzy Christmas socks. <laughs> Okay, I know I need to know how <laughs> you do. <laughs> they definitely are going to uh, be something that you have to have to protect you from the cold, okay? Uh -huh. Because you have to pay your taxes, so okay. there we are. 
but also I think that you get a big fat hole in your sock. (laughs) (laughs) You know where I'm going with this one in your big toe. And that's where all of your money leaks out because you lose so much in taxes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Well, yeah. You've been putting, you've been putting that money away for so long. And most, most of you are putting money away in pre-tax retirement accounts like 401ks, 403bs, 457s, TSPs, TSAs. Mm -hmm. Some of you have some Roth 401k and IRA, that's great. So it'll grow tax-free and distributions are tax-free. But guess what? This could be a really big deal for you and your overall retirement because it could mean that if you withdraw too much, you're paying too much in taxes as well. So if taxes are not factored into your overall retirement plan and your income plan, it could be off by as much as 30%. That's a big deal. So let me, let me give you just an example to think about this for a moment. Most of my retirees want to be in that sweet spot, that 10 to 12% tax bracket. They want to stay as low as possible. Well, what if you want to pull out some money or you need to pull out some money extra on top of that? So it kicks you out of that level. Let's say that maybe you need some type of a chemotherapy drug because you have cancer. Mm-hmm. Or let's say that you have a sibling or a family member across the country and you need to buy some plane tickets and some time to stay away. That wasn't a regular planned vacation, just something extra because they're in the hospital or something. These things do happen in life. If you pull more then guess what? It's going to make your tax rate even higher. So this is a really big deal. Now, folks, I do want to give you a quick reminder that required minimum distributions. So you have to pull out of your pre-tax retirement accounts, pay the taxes. There it is. Age 73 right now. And then by 2033, it'll be age 75. Yeah, we've got a, um, it, it, there's a lot to consider in taxes. I mean, that's part of planning for the future, which Christina, with people she works with in their retirement planning, she has to look out to 30 plus years in this process. 844-823-6387. What does it look like for you? You can find out in a comprehensive review. You can call that number or text powerful to schedule. No cost, no obligation. 844-823-6387. One thing's for sure, whether inflation is high or low, it's always going to be there. and We have to plan for some some growth components for that. We do. And we just talked about taxes. Taxes are the hidden inflation. Inflation is the hidden tax. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> That's the best way to put that. But it does put your purchasing power at risk. So think about it today. If inflation is 3%, So 3% over 10 years is 30%. Your dollar today is only worth 70 cents. So inflation takes a very big toll because you need to have more money to be able to spend to hedge against that inflation. Folks, if you don't have this included inside of your retirement plan and your income plan inside of that retirement plan, you're missing it. You know, I just want to make sure we have time to get this in because this is the best tie-in with the ghosts of Christmas past and present and future from Christmas Carol, and that's regarding income. The ghost of Christmas past came in the form of a pension, (laughs) but the ghost of Christmas present and future require more planning strategies. Correct. So the ghost of Christmas past is a defined benefit plan or a pension plan. These are very few and far between. A lot of government jobs do still have them, but as far as corporations, they're very few and far between. A lot of times you need to toy between when to take that pension or should you take a lump sum? Would it be better for you? So having that conversation with a professional, ask them why it's what's best for you with the choice that's made. That's important too. And the ghost of Christmas present requires a lot more planning for the future because most of the savings is up to you. There's a lot of taxation on there. What's the timing of social security? What about the volatility of the market? What about healthcare if something happens? What if you're paying a ton of money in fees? All those things need to be discussed and make sure that it's in order. And so we do have time to get this in, Christina, interested in your take on this. This is some way you really do need to look to the future, the possibility of long-term care. What protective components can we implement? So this is a really big deal. I don't like to give statistics sometimes that just put me in a bad mood, but let's talk (laughs) about this for a second. 70% of people over the age of 65 will need some type of long-term care. For some of us, it's going to be a situation where you're at home and just having some a little a little bit of assistance just to keep you safe for other people it's going to be full on long term care because you cannot take care of yourself at all 
And the world's population is aging at a faster rate than ever before because people are living longer. So every day until the year 2030, 10,000 baby boomers will turn 65 and 7 out of 10 will require some type of long-term care in their lifetime. So that's 70% over 65. There we are. So 10,000 baby boomers a day. Think about that. That is huge. It's a tidal wave still. What we're, what we're not really talking about is also a lot of baby boomers are passing away because we do have, it is such a large gap between the beginning of the baby boomer era and the end of the baby boomer era. 46 to 64, something like that. Yes. That's a really big deal right there. So when you think about it, if these boomers are passing away, that also, you know, evens out a little bit more. That's, that's life. That's statistics and Mm -hmm. that's life. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it is. But you have to factor it in. And, you know, it's always a good news, be cautious alarm on longevity, but you want to try to remove the risk from longevity risk, looking to the future with proper planning. And that's where Christina can come in. What can it look like for you? This first consultation is not a sales event. This is an education. It's never a sales experience with Christina. Uh, This isn't, but this first one, She's not even going to offer you business, but what she will do is kind of give you a visual of what your retirement planning strategies could look like. So take advantage of the opportunity to schedule it, no cost and no obligation. Yes, folks, we would love to give this to you, no cost, no obligation. And we're having a simple conversation about your retirement. Are you on track? Yes or no. For a lot of you, you're going to be in the financial red zone. That's what we call that when you're five to 10 years away from retirement and you just need to make sure that you don't lose too much money to where you won't be able to retire how and when that you would like to. I do have some folks that come in and they have no idea when they can retire. Listen, I'm going to give a statistic out here that is probably going to surprise many of you, but take a deep breath here. One in three Kentuckians have nothing in a retirement account. They are depending solely on Social Security and pension if it applies. So think about that for just a second. I don't want you to be part of that statistic. If you are still working, start saving something. Give us a call and we will talk to you about what we can do to get you on track for your retirement. 844-823-6387. And that is a a great opportunity to come in and and just get a look at what it could, not only what your retirement plan could look like, but as Christina just said, uh, a timeline when you could be ready to retire. You never know. You could be surprised and find out you're ready now if you'd like. And if not, uh, Christina can talk to you about strategies that could help not only get you there, but maybe even expedite the process. You, You won't know unless you come in. So schedule. It's some of your time. It's no cost. It's absolutely no obligation. The number to call to schedule with Christina, 844-823-6387, 844-823-6387. You can call or you can text. If you text Powerful, that links you to Christina's website, yourpowerfullegacy.com, and you can just enter your contact information where they can get back with you and pick a good time to meet. 844-823-6387. Well, it's how we close the show out. And by the way, if you want to submit a question to Christina to be answered on this show, yourpowerfullegacy.com. It's Q&A straight ahead. Christina Ping Kepperling, a licensed fiduciary and the CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services with that that laser focus on retirement planning uh, from the offices in Lexington and Louisville. The website, again, yourpowerfullegacy.com. There's so much you can do there. You can hear the podcast, and there are a lot to scroll through on the menu, 77 other podcasts to scroll through and listen at your leisure. You can click the Retirement Tax Bill Calculator, and that is something where you can click and get a lot of information and unless you indicate you would like for christina to reach out to you they won't uh she owns that the retirement tax bill calculator at yourpowerfullegacy.com and if you'd like for christina to answer a question on the show we appreciate all the listeners who send those in and kind of think of them as the writers of this segment yourpowerfullegacy.com here's one from paris uh what do you cash in first iras or non-iras my husband and I will wind up with a gap of four to six years between retirement and claiming Social Security. 
Should we cash the IRAs or the non-IRAs? And they're mainly 401ks and money market accounts. We'll have no other income. I'm just wondering if we can cash our IRAs first or last. Should we do it first or last? They're all traditional IRAs. Okay, so what you're really looking for is going to be the taxation. So that's probably the biggest deal. What you're not saying in the question is how old you are. That's going to make a really big difference. If you're under 59 and a half years old, there could be a 10% penalty for withdrawing from those IRAs under 59 and a half years old. We do have a couple of exceptions there, rule of 55, rule of 72. So what are we trying to do here? I know you don't have the income and you're going to need that money from the IRS. So talking about the taxes on that income is where we're going to lead up. Well, absolutely. And you can come in and talk more about this because uh, you said you're like four to six years from retirement or between retirement. So maybe they're ready to retire now. Either way, you're in that financial red zone. Schedule with Christina, 844-823-6387, 844-823-6387 from Richmond. Had recently transferred my Roth IRA to a new brokerage firm. The original Roth was opened 10 years ago with yearly contributions. Does that five-year clock for withdrawals restart in the new Roth IRA account? If it is done properly, if it's a direct transfer rollover, no, because the Roth itself starts its own clock regardless of who the brokerage firm or custodian is. And that's very common. I get a lot of folks that will come in and say, I haven't heard from my advisor for years, or I've got a gentleman that said, I called my advisor to ask him what was my income going to be in retirement and when's the best time to file for social security. And he said, I needed to talk to my CPA. Well, I called my CPA and he said, that's your financial advisor's job. So people are coming in for (laughs) consultation saying, uh, these people are tossing me back and forth. I don't know what to do. (laughs) Remember a coal miner's daughter when he was asking to marry Loretta? Go ask, yes. go ask mama. Go ask, go, go ask, ask mama. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, all right. So yeah, these things, any kind of conversions and things like that just really need to be done properly. Uh, but why don't you come in and talk more with give Christine a little more information. 844-823-6387 from Somerset. I have a vested pension. I, I can take it either 55 at 1700 a month or at age 60 at 2000 a month. Now I plan on working until I'm 65. So the current strategy is to invest the entire monthly pension payment while still working because I shouldn't need it. By my calculation, the break even is until around age 89, even without considering investment returns. Is there any possible reason to wait until I'm 60? Okay. So it's going to depend on the election that you have in your pension as well. Do you have a spouse? That's not mentioned on here. So if you have a spouse and you have joint survivorship, so let's say that if you pass away, your spouse would receive 50, 75, up to 100% of your pension, you want to delay that as long as possible because that's going to change their income. And yes, while it can be a good idea, remember that that money is going to be taxed. So $1,700 at 55, $2,000 a month at 60, that's $18,000 over that five years. Well, you have to pay taxes on that $18,000. So investing the difference, what are you trying to accomplish? What is it that you're trying to get to? Because again, if you have a spouse and you lock in that pension amount, it could end up being a lower amount for your spouse and they're not going to make it. So I don't think that that break even is correct. I calculated it a couple of times and I'm only seeing a break even around 76 years old, hmm. not 89. Because it's only $18,000 Seemed far off to me, too. Yeah. 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 I know you see this type of calculation quite a bit with us advisors across the country, and that's, nah. <laughs> okay. That is not correct. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Good. Well, good thing you ask. And again, 844-823-6387. Come in and dig a little deeper into that with Christina. Lawrenceburg, is it possible to roll over a simple IRA to a Roth IRA? Yes, what we're looking for is going from pre-tax to post-tax and tax-free growth for the future. So, yes, that is available. You can do a backdoor conversion, which is great. That's one of the – it's technically not a rollover. You just want to do a conversion because you're changing the tax structure of that actual IRA. From Louisville, will drawing from my IRA count towards the total income that I'm allowed to make while receiving Social Security? 
It depends on what the investment is, but yes, it can count toward the total income that you're allowed to receive making Social Security. Now, the excess earnings limit for 2023 is $21,240. The year you turn your full retirement age, it's $56,520. So they're going to take one for every $2 over that limit um, until your full retirement age, and they take one for every $3 over that limit. So consulting with a professional, making sure that you're not going to wash away your social security. If you're, if you're drawing income, well then why are you receiving the social security early? What, what's, what are you trying to do there? So that timing should have been factored before you started your social security. And Christina uh, will, I mean, let me just mention this. I love the questions because um, it does show everyone's concerns are equally important, but so different. And it's just a diversity of concerns here. Christina addresses this every day, and she loves it. She's passionate about helping people get to retirement, stay in retirement. 844-823-6387 to schedule. 844-823-6387. A little bit of time here, Christina. If you don't mind, if I could go back to It's a Wonderful Life again. I love that movie so much. I've seen it probably 100 times. Another good lesson in that is when um, George Bailey's father died and they were thinking about dissolving the Bailey building and loan. And so there was the meeting of the board or whatever. And Mr. Potter, of course, was all about getting rid of it because it eliminated all the competition for him. And Mr. Potter was uh, mentioned some loans and he's and, and George said, oh, oh yeah, why well, I handled that one. Oh, so you just play pool with somebody and you give them a loan. And anyway, George ended up saying, well, doesn't it make them yeah, because Potter said, he said, what do you want them to wait until they can afford the house? I mean, doesn't owning a home make them better citizens? Doesn't it make them better customers? He he said, you you said, wait. Well, wait for what? Wait until they're old and decrepit? <laughs> Their kids are all gone? I just love that movie, and I love there's so many life lessons from it. There are. I hear people talk about that a lot concerning kids. You know, they're like, wait until you're ready. You're never ready. You're never ready. Ever, it is such a huge milestone in life. Buying a home is a huge milestone. When we talk about those big milestones in life, the largest one is retirement because it's the longest one for most people. And you think about that, um, your career is not necessarily a milestone because most people work during their adult life. So that just is what it is. But graduation from high school, college, if that applies, getting married, buying a home, having children, and I think that as you're going through those milestones, it's best to have a conversation with a professional of what you should be doing through those milestones. And I'd like to offer a copy of my book, The Retirement Train. When you come in to see us, you'll get a complimentary copy. This book is not for sale. I only give it away through the nonprofit. Let's save you 20 bucks. Come and get it. Every chapter is a stage through life. So what can I do to help teach you through those stages in life? What could be the very best for you? Well, come in and at no cost, no obligation, you can find out, get a glimpse of this, uh, a lot of information in this talk with Christina, 844-823-6387, 844-823-6387, or text POWERFUL to 844-823-6387. We always talk about it's a great experience coming in. Uh, you, It's warm, it's inviting, it's friendly, and I, I bet you... You've got some Christmas decorations in your offices now. <laughs> yes, it is very beautiful. And uh, for those who know me and have seen my Lexington private office, beautiful lake view in the back. It's awesome. But I do have a pink Christmas tree that matches some of the pink decor That's cool. of the office. You know, it's I, so fun. And I love it's that. It's just magical, isn't it? Well, it is. And, um, and it just, I don't know, it just makes you feel better. Probably smell, I can just smell it. I know it smells good in there too. It smells <laughs> wonderful here, yes. Oh, man. We have a candle called yeah. Frosted Snow. It uh -huh. smells so beautiful. I love this holiday candle. I love a lot of the holiday candles. Yeah, they're I good. Think that I'm one of the ultimate consumers of Bath and Body Works. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you are. You know, I you talk about the pink tree. Um, I When I was very little, for a brief time, we had a silver, artif obviously artificial tree with a light. It kind of looked like a floor fan. I don't know if I told you this. I hope I haven't. Uh, there were no. different colors that shine on the silver tree. It, I'm probably five, so that was magical to me. And I did a morning show from a diner 
like 40 years later. <laughs> and that same tree was there. I hadn't seen it since I was five. Not that tree, but one just like it. And I found out you can order that on Amazon. So I'm thinking about getting that this year because uh, I always love that and hate it that we switched to a, a green tree after that. <laughs> uh, well, one, do you remember when you would go to your grandparents and their decorations would be different because they were just older or yeah. just, you know, different houses are just different. Right. And I remember going to my grandparents and the special ornaments that I would make at school or in church or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. little pictures of us through the years and they were all labeled. Most of them were made of paper. My grandparents kept that and it's on their Christmas tree. Oh, that's nice. So special. And yeah. when I see that, it just reminds me that, you know, we're, we're important to them. And, you know, those old ceramic green trees that have like the little bulbs that come off the edge of the branches that were from the 60s and 70s. Do I you think know what I'm talking so. About yeah. Name? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I'll have to send you a picture. I bet you know what we're talking about. Well, there was one that was similar to it. But if you turn it around on the other side, you can see the inside of the tree. And there are two train tracks and two trains that go really? round and round and round oh, inside that tree. Oh, maybe I don't know that. I you sent me that. I bought it my grand one. Did you? So cute. Okay. I, I bought it for my little grandsy so he could see that little magic, you know, and the music plays and uh-huh. that kind of stuff. So I want him to think when I go to Mimi and Poppy's, I get to see the trains inside of the tree. You know, I want it, something to be different, Absolutely. special for him. Building the memories. And we always need to keep in mind that this is all new and magical to a child. Uh, man, I'm getting all in the Christmas spirit. We're not even there yet. We'll have more Christmas conversations coming up. Have your retirement conversation. 844-823-6387 with Christina. And be with us next week for your powerful legacy radio. Investment advisory services offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. Christina Ping and her guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. By contacting Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.